Good afternoon. Today is the 25th of Adar, 5783, corresponding to Sunday, March 19th, 2023. We're continuing with chapter 37, uh, looking at the raising up of the klipat, the removal of the shell to see the light that is hiding within it as it relates to the mitzvot and to being uh, a merkava for a chariot, a vessel for this. And so today's, uh, yesterday's and today's pieces continue along this theme of how the future world will look, this messianic era. Um, and he goes through that when the soul of Israel becomes once the totality of the vital soul of the community of Israel will become a holy chariot and the vitality of this world will emerge from the impurity to become a chariot as well. And then we will get back to the state that we were in at the time that the Torah was given in Mount Sinai. Um, this is that period when the Torah was given there, when the commandments were given, this was assumed to be the rectification of the mistake of Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava, and then, of course, subsequently, not you know, 40 days later, was when the children of Israel built the golden calf and basically brought us back down into this other position in which we are once again trying to raise up all the sparks from the from the shells from that, that are covered up by the shell. Um... The hope, which is pointed out, is that this next time when God is fully revealed to the world will be permanent. It will not be temporary like it was at Mount Sinai, uh, or as a result of what happened afterwards at Mount Sinai. So he goes on. This is actually a very difficult section. I want to just take a step back and point that out. I found this to be a little bit challenging. So if it does seem a little deconstructed or a little bit slower it's because i'm still trying to get my wrap my head around what's going on here so after this moment the through this ascent of the klipat noga these the the light that is brought out from the klipa from these shells um it is at this point that we will no longer the, the impure klipot, anything that is not able to be rectified, will no longer have any access to being to existence. It will not exist whatsoever. And this is what the messianic era will look like. That the revelation of God, of the divinity and the banishment of the impurity of the world. So we'll draw down the light from the 248 positive commandments. We'll banish the impurity from the avoidance of the 365 prohibitive mitzvot and will come back to this original state of what the goal of existence was, which was to glorify God's name. So that seems to be part one of the Alter Rebbe's piece today, is the, remind, is the continuation of this theme of the theology of what the light is ultimately supposed to be doing. We then go on to um, answer the following question. Why is it that suffusing the soul of the insof light, this infinite light, and banishing the impure, why does it produce a parallel effect on the entire world? 
And to this, he goes into a discussion about souls and suggests as following that Israel comprises 600,000 souls, and these souls are the vitality of the world. Everything surrounds that, right? So if we have the idea that the Torah, which was given to Israel, is the centerpiece of all, of existence, of how to rectify the challenges of the world, so then the individuals within that will be responsible for doing it. Um, and so each individual, which is one six hundredth of the entire world, will have specific tasks to 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 do in order to elevate um, the light of this the the to ele to help raise up the sparks in the world in everything that we do, whether it's eating, drinking, living, um, the entire mi th this is the mission. But there's a question, or Right, there are more than 600,000 people in the world, so what does this mean? So really, these are roots, these are not souls, but the, uh, there are 600,000 particular souls are roots, and each root has many branches, and then they're subdivided and subdivided and subdivided, so that, um, which then allows for the understanding of existence. And so each spark doesn't descend into the world to perfect itself, but to perfect the body and vital soul. That's the mission here. And so since we've gone into this, he goes on to discuss the descent of the soul. So it is indeed a great ascent, descent, a variable exile for the soul, that even if it becomes a, perfect, a perfectly righteous person, it won't attain to the quality of its attachment to God that it had before it descended. There's no comparison. Right, so the soul now that it is in this world has been, as with anything else, is some sort of taint on this world. Um, that because it's so far away, um, and then of course, what's the goal? The goal is to raise it back up, right? So it has to come back down and be raised up and to be perfected again. So it, the soul gets tainted by the world. Everything is tainted by the world, but has the opportunity to be reseen and reperfected through the mitzvot, through the doing and the, the avoidance of, of what we're not supposed to do. Um, and he makes one final point about how this parallels an idea called the mystery of the exile of the Shekhinah. And the Shekhinah also has to go into exile. The divine soul has to enter into exile within the body and vital soul in order to perfect them. So, the, so God has to go out with them. And now we'll understand the virtue. Through this, we should be able to understand, which we'll look at next time, the particular virtue of mitzvot performed through action. So if I were to summarize the two parts, part one is a continuation of our previous day's discussion as it pertains to the goal of the mitzvot, which is the revelation of the light that's being hidden away by these klipot, right? Specifically from the klipot noga, which are the husks that are covering the light and with the ultimate goal that even the impure klipot are removed and then part two of this is a discussion of the role that the soul plays in that when it comes out into this world it comes out into this world and touches on the imperfection and it spends its life reaching back up to the place of towards perfection and it's not just the soul but it's also the divine presence the shrina that has to also come into this realm to help this soul out but of course that doesn't touch doesn't have the touch of imperfection because it is part of the divine 
that seems to be the reads of yesterday and today's pieces a little bit more satiric a little bit more challenging um and with that i want to wish everybody a good day and hopefully uh a, a sense that our that there is the continuous mission that each of us has in each and every day <laughs>